Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, June 21, 2021 and the summer of 2021 officially starts today. Yesterday we reached an important number, more than half of the Italians, 50.2% of the Italian population have received the first dose of the vaccine and 29% of the Italian population over 12 is fully vaccinated. The regions who fully get vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Lombardy, Puglia, Lazio, Liguria and Molise. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Sicily, Calabria, Tuscany, Sardinia and Valle d'Aosta. Italy is in 8th place among the 27 EU countries in the ranking of administrations in relation to the percentage of the population. <coughs> In terms of fully vaccinated population, Italy ranks 8th in the world and 3rd in Europe. Looking at the most vulnerable age groups, the percentages of vaccinated continue to rise compared to the previous week. The fully vaccinated in the 60-69 years age group are 36.3%, in the 70-79 years age group are 45%, among the over 80 are 87.2%. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. These are good numbers. This is the 13th week in a row that we see the numbers go down, this time with an acceleration never seen before. In 11 Italian regions yesterday, no new cases were recorded uh, over the past seven days. With regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 34.9% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to COVID wards was minus 31%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 31.2%. On average, in the last seven days, we we had 38 deaths a day, with a variation of minus 44.1% compared to the previous seven days. There were only 17 coronavirus-related deaths registered yesterday, the lowest figure since October 5, 2020. Today, Italy becomes almost entirely a white zone, the country's lowest-risk COVID-19 category, with the nightly curfew no longer applying. The only region which remains in the moderate-risk yellow zone is the northern Valle d'Aosta, on the Italian border with France and Switzerland, where a bit more stringent coronavirus restrictions still apply. It is expected to become a white zone on June 28th. The last regions to pass from yellow to white today are Basilicata, Calabria, Campania, Marche, Tuscany, Sicily and the autonomous province of Bolzano. To be classified as a white zone, a region must have registered fewer than 50 COVID-19 cases per 100,000 inhabitants for three consecutive weeks. The only restrictions that apply in white zones relate to social distancing and the wearing of masks indoors and in crowded outdoor places. And about this, it is possible that June 28th will also be the day in which Italians will no longer have to wear the mask outdoors. The government is considering the possibility of anticipating this decision. If it, if it will not be June 28th, it will probably still uh, be Ju- July 5. It is now a matter of days. The suspensions of Italian health workers who have refused to vaccinate have begun according to the decision of the government. Hospitals will try to make them work in jobs where they are not in contact with patients and colleagues. If it won't be possible, they can remain without pay until the end of the year or even be fired. It was given more time than expected to allow them to change their minds, but now the process is starting. At the moment, in Italy, health workers with no vaccine are 45,000. 
the regions with the highest number are Emilia Romagna and Sicily. Meanwhile, the commissioner appointed by the Italian government for the vaccination campaign is insisting with the regions to find and vaccinate the approximately 2.7 million Italians over 60 years old who have not yet been vaccinated, whether the lack of involvement is due to clinical limitations, individual choice or difficulty in registering on vaccination platforms. The commissioner thus asks the region to communicate by July 15 how many are the over 60 and frail who are not vaccinated for health reasons and how many do not want to join the campaign. It doesn't seem to be a priority for some regions, but it really should. The data say that there are no fully vaccinated people among those hospitalized, nor were there any among the latest Italians who die from COVID. However, there was some confusion in communication due to problems with the AstraZeneca vaccine. After having done the first dose with this vaccine, some Italians refused to do the second dose of the same vaccine, others on the contrary refused to do a second dose with a different vaccine. Then there are the Italians who have not yet received the first dose, among whom many do not really want to hear about AstraZeneca and ask to have the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. The head of the Italian government, Draghi, admitted that Italy has not managed very well the communication on this and announced that it will be possible to make both choices, being granted that there is full safety and effectiveness. He himself demonstrates this. He had the first dose of AstraZeneca, but the second one will be of Pfizer. In the meantime, <clears throat> the vaccinations of the youngest have begun. My daughter, who is 15 years old, had yesterday the first dose. As a father, for me, it was an exciting moment to know that the safety of my daughter is being granted. And even if the Father's Day here in Italy was not yesterday, but in March, for me, it was definitely a beautiful gift. The Italian company we build, the most important in Italy in the world of construction, together with the, its US subsidiary, subsidiary Lane Construction, have signed the final agreement worth $16 billion with Texas Central LCC to build the first true high-speed railway in the United States between Dallas and Houston. The first one will be built by Italians. The project will start in the next months and will provide fast, safe and environmentally friendly travel, create 17,000 direct jobs and more than 20,000 indirect ones, and give a major boost to the economy. It's another demonstration of the fact that when Italy and the United States join forces, the results are excellent. Last weekend, two incredible discoveries were made in two different parts of Italy, confirming the richness of the history of the Italian territory. In Sardinia, in the province of Salsari, a perfectly preserved bronze warrior statue dating back 3,000 years was discovered. On the other hand, in the archaeological park of Vulci, in the north of the Lazio region, near the border with Tuscany, where the Etruscans lived and prospered even before the ancient Romans, a tomb dated back to 2600 years old has been brought to light. It is the tomb of a woman which also contains very rare objects, from which it was understood that the woman, about 20 years old, worked as a pourer, either wine or beer. Both drinks, in fact, were particularly appreciated among the Etruscans 2,600 years ago. Did you know that? It's all for now, it's all for today. Please stay safe and take care. Please enjoy your summer. Please buy Italian products and please consider visiting Italy once back. Once again, we are open. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We the Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday. Ciao from Rome.